the Core Culture Podcast, simply go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash C-C-L. Donate that dollar. It keeps us ass free and entertainment full. What up, what up, world? It's your boy OS, and this is the Core Culture Podcast. Hitting you back, man. Every first and third Sunday of the month, you already know. Hitting you with that dope-ass hip-hop shit. Keeping you in the know of all the ill shit that's coming out. New albums, all the news, people talking shit, people talking smack, all the trolls. Everything related to hip-hop right here on the Core Culture Podcast. And, of course, I don't do this on my own, man. I've got the homie, the co-host, Yoani, what up, bro? My people from around the world, how you doing? Yeah, man. Here we go. We uh, we're gonna do this. It's um, it's like the first, like literally the first of the month, and uh, you know, you know how that goes. Um, you you start off, you pay some damn bills, mostly your rent, fuck, which is one of the most expensive things, and then uh, you know, uh, you start thinking about how you're gonna you know, budget for the rest of the week. Got to buy some damn groceries. Got to think about, uh, you know, upcoming vacations you might want to take, all this kind of shit. And it always has to do with the first day of the month, man. And I never forget uh, something very important to me that has to do with this specific day. And uh, it's uh, Thuggish Ruggish Bone. You know what I'm saying? Bone Thugs. Yeah, the first of the month. That's Get right, up, get up. Exactly, exactly. So I felt nostalgic today, and uh, I was actually listening to that shit because I was like, fuck it, man. I found it on the internet, and somebody had it, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to rock out to this shit, you know? So to all the uh, hip-hop heads, people who uh, remember the Cleveland group uh, Bone Thugs, man, it's the first of the month, y'all. All All right, cool. So a few things I wanted to talk about before we get too deep. Uh, We got a bunch of dope shit to talk about today. A uh, big range of different things. Um, of course, I'm going to come out with uh, some of the albums that are going to be coming out that I'm looking for. A big change to you independent guys that say you can't make any money with your music. Uh, I beg to differ. We got something to talk about there. And then, of course, I've got something I want to talk about right now, which is SKE Records, baby. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but uh, we've got billboards and uh, Manhattan and New York. That's right. Right in Manhattan. Uh, I've got the pictures to prove it. It's fucking amazing. Uh, If you actually live in the New York area, you have probably seen our billboard for SKE Records. Uh, We've actually been told that we are one of the fastest growing indie labels out there right now uh, coming up. And I was like, wow, man, that's pretty cool, right? You know, that's when people start to see who you are and they start to see the fact that we're getting you know, the kind of publicity that we're putting in. And we had billboards in LA. We had billboards now in New York. Uh, probably go to the Midwest next, see where else we could take it and uh, continue to grow the label on that fact. Um, I'm excited, man. It's been, uh, <clears throat> you know, a truly amazing thing. I've uh, just can't believe that Q the Question has been able to make all the right decisions to get us here. And the fact that I've got my own platform that I can put out there and just let people know who SKE Records is. If you haven't checked this out, man, look on Twitter at SKE Records. Follow me, The Real Noslin. Also check out the CEO of SKE Records. His name is Q The Question. Look him up. He's everywhere uh, under that name. You'll be able to find him, man. Definitely follow him as well. And check out uh, one of the dopest indie labels out right now. Uh, go catch that uh, Sean Archer album. It is out as we speak 
I'm hoping that you guys get a chance to check that shit out. Sean Archer is super fucking dope, man. Uh, he's out of Philly. Uh, he got signed to SKE Records probably, I want to say, like, the last uh, couple years. And um, he's blown up, man. People don't realize. We've got, like, literal um, <clears throat> billboards up for SKE Records uh, that he is on and featured. And um, those were the ones that we started off with in L.A., and then it just kind of blew up from there, man. I mean, it's been a it's been a fucking amazing thing. I gotta say, I'm uh, I'm I'm super super like you know ecstatic about it, man. Just because you know you never think that you're gonna be a part of something bigger than what you're already doing, and then boom, this starts to happen, and you start to see, um, you know the the hard work turn into something amazing, which is the fact that we're able to do this shit, but. Before I do forget, man, check out the album. It's Sean Archer. Everybody won't make it. It's fucking amazing. If you like dope ass lyrics and uh, you're into hip hop in general, man, you will definitely want to go check this out. It's streaming everywhere. So catch that shit, man. It's called Everybody Won't Make It by Sean Archer, SKE Records, man. Big shout out to you guys. All right. So let's get going. Uh, Yoani, man, what'd you get into this weekend, bro? What, what was your uh, weekend like? Well, um, yesterday was a leap year. It was the first time we have the February 29th date in four years, which is my mom's birthday. Gotcha. Which is gotcha. cool because she's really only had 17 birthdays in her life. Wow. And um, it's funny, you know, to talk about that. You know how they tell you do that thing to let people know a little bit something about you and they do the two two truths and a lie okay well i always gotcha. use that information yeah, yeah, yeah to use for that i say my mom said uh let's say 17 birthdays mom's 17 and i have a sister of the 16 right so they're like that sounds like a lie wow but it's true i have a 16 year old sister and my mom had 17 birthdays and we celebrated last night and a little mexican restaurant had a good time karaoke oh, yeah. Got there, sang a little Bob Marley. Damn, man, and crazy. Then I just hung out with my sister, doing the art thing, checking this local art place. Shout-outs to The Drip and Ebor. Oh, yeah, man, I was going to ask you about that shit. Was that that folder or the uh, the flyer you sent me? Uh, no, I'm not sure about that one. I think that one was called The Art Raffle that I sent you. Right, Another right, Another cool yeah. place. Yeah, what was that? Um, what, what was that about, man? I wanted to check that shit out. I, I, di I didn't know. Like, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about it because it looked fucking cool as hell. But I wasn't sure. Like, what does it entail? Like, is it like a well? Like I wanted a bunch you to see that one because you're able to see some of this local talent in there and and network and connect and tell them, hey, I got this podcast. I'd like to have you on, and we can interview you and play your music. But that's nice. where I saw some pretty good local talent. I think uh -huh. you would like it. You should check it out. Hell yeah, man. I'm going to have to go check that shit out, man. The artist raffle. Awesome. All right. So let's get into the first thing we're going to talk about today. Uh, the homie Madlib says he's made a flute album and that he meant it could work with Andre 3000. So let me get this shit straight. Like he used only flutes. Is that, is that, is that, what, is that what we're saying here? Or that there's just a lot of flutes in the album? No, I mean, Andre has been messing around playing the flute and getting better with that. And you might see him in the airport. You might see him popping up playing the flute. It's pretty crazy. I guess he's just saying that he'd be willing to come out with a flute album just for the chance to work with this guy because he's so talented. I'm pretty much in the same way. I don't care if he wants to shoot the shit or 
anything. I mean, we could sit there and do whatever. I I just think he's so special. I would love to be around him, interview him. Man, it would be a dream to get him on this podcast. Bro, it really would. So, uh, Andre, if you're listening, uh, go ahead and come on, man. We'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? We'll sit down, talk, chill. And then, of course, your biggest fan right here, Yuani. <laughs> uh, mark that one off the bucket list if it happens. I definitely but, uh, yeah, that he's shit, super man. talented. He's got a, a movie coming out real soon. Y'all should check out. And no, I love everything Andre puts out. He's the man. It really is, bro. He's been uh, he's been kind of maybe trying to change things up, man. Maybe he wants to go with a uh, an instrumental you know, album of his, you know what I'm saying? There's mad guys that have done it, man. A lot of the jazz guys do it. Um, he said he had, he was playing with some instrumentals and stuff. So that'd be cool. I would listen to it. I'm sure it's cool and funky. And, um, I mean, just the fact that see, he's this? playing a flute though, like, um, you know, w- w- I want to like, that's the thing that cu- the curiosity that gets me. It's like, I want to see what it's going to be about. Like what is on this? Like what is, you know, what could he come up with? What's like, what's the theme that he would have, you know, using the flute? You know what I mean? Because it's not like, he is. I mean, I don't know. He is so artistic. I'm sure we'll dig it. And, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. He's been messing with the acting for a while. And I just recently, not too long ago, been messing with it too. It's pretty cool. You know, checking another Avenue to create and, and put yourself into it. I just did something, uh, I can't say exactly for who, but uh, it was pretty cool just on um, Thursday and yeah. got got to get paid, not a lot, just a little bit, but just being able to, to try something in another field that you know really nothing about other than seeing it on TV, it's pretty awesome being able to do that. I mean, I'm, I got to pat myself on the back really that I did that and um, Hell yeah, I man. went over there pretending like I was a husband and in a nice looking house and drinking coffee and checking out the floors and the house and the remodeling and, and have a fake wife on set. (laughs) That's awesome. It was was pretty cool. I must say. So, I I mean, I can only imagine Andre because he's been doing it for a little while now, having some big roles. Now I think this is his biggest role. I got to look up what movie that is, but, um, he is, I'm, I'm proud of him. He's doing his thing. He's trying different things. He's not scared to do it. It's just, I guess, um, trouble. It's hard for him to get back into the hip hop thing. Cause that's his, that's his thing. People, when you know, when you speak of Andre 3000, you know, it's about the hip hop, not, oh, yeah. not necessarily the acting. So for him to get back, getting into doing that, yeah. that and comparing it to his old self and all his, previous work mm-hmm. it's hard when it's such a tall tale you know it's such a tall order to have to come and repeat that excellence so i can understand the fear but like i said in the past podcast we were ready for whatever he puts out i mean he could do a whole album on farting i mean it really doesn't matter i'm like that's the best andre 3000 fart i've ever heard <laughs> i wish i could smell it right now i'm so digging this guy's shit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, man. Well, let's keep the laugh going and check this out. Um, how about this senator apparently uh, started doing the uh, Back That Thing Up uh, by Juvenile. He actually performed it. Looks like a, it's, I don't know, it's a video here. Um, uh, Hip Hop DX posted this shit. And, um, dude, it's, it's fucking hilarious. You got it. I don't, I don't, I don't really talk about politics I mean, unless like there's something funny or this. And this is, dude, are you watching this shit? It's just, 
<laughs> oh my god i have it on right now i right, just have a go. problem with with these politicians <laughs> you know they don't give a damn any other day of the year but <laughs> when they want those votes let me just go make a fool of myself real quick and put you this, see back this that right? thing up. <laughs> yeah he looks white as hell on this video <laughs> oh my god <laughs> He's just getting in there. He's got, you know what I'm saying, all, all, all the all, all the artists around him, and he's just really getting into it. I mean, like, to him that he got up there to do it. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, but you know, it's man. all about the votes. Oh, so. bro! Again, yeah, yeah. It, it's all about trying to get the, uh, you know, the vote in the area the that he went vote. to. Obviously, exactly, exactly. And um, you know, he he's it's it's basically like you know, what can I do to win these people over? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how they do every time. They don't care about the Hispanics until it's time to vote. And then they know, oh, you know, oh, the power we got this of the for you guys too. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, uh, maybe cool with you guys for a little bit, which is crazy. And I, I think that's why I don't really get into politics so much because of all the fucked up shit that happens, man. All the kind of crazy things that are out there that, you know, that they'll do the lengths they'll do the lengths that they'll take to make it. I just, uh, I just hate fake, you know? Yeah. All, yeah. All, I, yeah in general. I, just, I love people that are real. So when politicians yeah. to me, they're just fake as hell and they come out only when they want something. No, for sure. Um, now, he came out when it wasn't a, a time to vote and he's just hanging with the peeps. Yeah. Then it's different. Then yeah. he's building, you know, a relationship. Yeah. And now it's just, he's come to do his little dance and try to get some votes. So whatever. We'll laugh at his white ass and then you can go on your merry way. <laughs> That would be super funny, um, but just think about it. Uh, some of the stuff that's coming in, man. I mean, I don't know. A uh, uh, lot, lot of big changes in the world. Uh, well, what do you definitely think about- a lot of changes in the world and some serious topics to get on. And uh, Oh, man. Well, fuck. Let's talk about one now. How about that COVID shit, right? The fucking coronavirus. What the fuck? That is scary as hell, man. I, I mean, y'all around the world have already gotten this scary news. Like, it's been thrown down your throat. And I'm sh- that's what they do. They give get us scared, and they have their own agendas and and tactics of about course. doing things. Of course. You know, so who knows? There's um some uh, conspiracy theories and about the coronavirus and all these other viruses coming out of the woodwork. What if yeah. it's uh these people like myself that don't like these um these shots? Mm-hmm. These uh what do they call them? The, you got me. You know, the, I can't think of the name. You know, the shots, the... Uh, oh, like the immunizations? People trying to say you need to get these shots. Other people say no. I'm on the people that are on the no side. So Right, the, all, all the immunization know. shots, man. I don't know. Like Some of that stuff, I feel like, are they testing us? Like, Is that why they're telling you to go and they do it for free? They're like, fuck, man. You know, we could just test these people, see if they're doing it. They, they want to... F- get us to do the flu shot and everybody gets a flu shot gets the flu. I mean, I've never gotten a flu shot and I don't get the flu like that. I haven't gotten the flu in years. Yeah, man, that's crazy, right? I don't know. know. Like, I feel like my body has fought off so much sickness, you know what I'm saying? Over so many years that like, it's gotten pretty, pretty good at understanding, Hey, I got a cold. I can break it off, you know, and just fight it the whole way. You know, it's just when the mass hysteria of a pandemic can happen, you know what I'm saying? that could come to our shores, right? And, I mean, if you look around, there's probably a news story about it everywhere you look. And it's, like, getting pretty crazy, man. And it's and it's the fact that it's going to cause some type of mass hysteria at one point where people are going to be freaking out and doing the wrong thing. And then that's when, you know, 
the issues arise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I really think that, you know, we should just try and create a protection as best we can. You know what I mean? It's kind of tough because, you know, people may be trying to get out of there that were stuck there or whatever. Because, like, I think they did that thing where, like, you had to be in quarantine for, like, 14 days before they would let you leave to make sure you didn't have it and shit. And, uh, you know, just think, man, you're stuck there. Like, you went there for a job and now you got to be there these extra 14 days to see if, like, you're not sick. And then if you are, you're fucked because you got to stay there. You might die. Well, I heard of a case of a guy in Chicago uh, that's 50 years old, I believe, that just died. But he had some issues already. So, and I and I heard of some cases <clears throat> in Miami. So it's already here in the states. And to tell you all the truth around the world, the United States, we don't necessarily pay attention to what's going on in the world until it hits home. And then we really start to worry. So now we're in a worry state. So I hope they figure out what's going on and how to turn the tide and and get people some help before yeah. they're. I mean, or more deaths. I know, man. That's crazy, right? So those are some of the things we got to deal with here in the modern age. Uh, viruses coming back to kill us. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Um, but I think it's part of why they say, you know, stay as clean as possible. Wash your damn hands, man. Wash your face. Don't stick that's, your uh, <laughs> hands in your face. All that's what they always have shit. back. Wash yeah. your hands. Yeah. Like, and I mean, that, that rule's old as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like that rule is like the oldest rule, you know, just use the bathroom, wash your hands. You went, you went to do something with your hands, wash them again. You know what and I'm saying? Other, just cause and that other old rule, don't stick your dick where it don't belong. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. And, uh, uh, to all the, to all the dudes out there, just keep it safe, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep it safe. No fucking around. Hell yeah. All right. So, um, Let's talk about uh, Jadakiss, man, having to push back his album, Ignatius. I'm, uh, I'm a little disappointed because I was looking for some new music from this guy. Because uh, the Styles P album came out not that long ago, which was fucking amazing. And um, I knew this was coming soon, but unfortunately he had to push it back a little further uh, to March 6th now. So, you know, what, what do you think may have happened, man? I mean, it, it doesn't really give us a big breakdown of, hey, the, um, you know. I couldn't bring it out, but I mean, like, I wonder what happened. Maybe something in production. Maybe he couldn't get something cleared. I wonder. You know, because these guys. Not sure. Yeah, these guys are freaking, you know, they're putting out albums. But I mean, for one of the vets to be wanting to maybe wait a little bit before he releases it, might be some final touches he wants to add. You know what I'm saying? It is Jadakus. Um, this is the first album in a little while anyway. Uh, God, when was his last album? Holy crap. Google, help me. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jada kisses. Well, while you're looking that up, I see uh, a lot of that. Okay. I see Busy Bone takes on Eminem's Godzilla Challenge. No. If there's anybody that I, the, the, anybody that I could see, you know, coming t- close to that or or matching it it would be busy bone you know how those guys spit oh bro busy and uh and m if they got together and did a song i mean half the people would know what the fuck they were saying they were talking so fast yeah you'd have to get slowed down just to understand <laughs> but that godzilla is crazy i i see people trying it i won't even attempt it because i can have trouble for doing the karaoke with old uh m&m songs let alone godzilla <laughs> for sure That's crazy. Though. 
No, man. He, yeah, even his older shit, when uh, he would spit, he would still spit pretty fast. So, actually, his last album was, uh, it says 2017 here, I believe. Uh, and it was uh, Friday on Elm Street is what I'm saying. I can't find anything newer than that, like 2018, 2019. Uh, I do see that one. So, I'm hoping that's right. Uh, if I'm wrong, just let me know on Twitter at zero c pod or zero chill media pod or whatever core culture pod holy crap i can't even remember my own twitter uh at core culture pod go ahead and uh, hit me up there and let me know if i'm wrong but i believe it's 2017 friday on elm street and i mean this guy's been doing it for a long time man i mean his album stretched back like early early 2000s which is amazing you know what i'm saying we're talking 20 plus mm-hmm. years worth of like just putting music out man he's still doing it i'm 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 amazed i'm amazed man some of these guys that like you know held out that were still you know making music again it's back to that relevancy thing is your music good enough to last that long or longer or forever you know what i'm saying i think that's my thing with uh a lot of the artists that come out it's like man do you make music that's good enough to you know, outstand the, uh, uh, you know, time itself. I just heard Buster Rhymes, uh, a jam yesterday, <laughs> a little a little flow that he spit, and he still got his thing. I mean, he still has his talent. He's super talented MC. Yeah, man, I, I, I like Buster. I just, um, he hasn't brought on any, like, <clears throat> well, I mean, I think he did some features, like, not that long ago. But, <coughs> excuse me, um, <clears throat> I want to make sure that like he'll actually come out with a damn album eventually, man. You know what I mean? Like, is he going to do one, you know, now, now late, late it's the, you know, the 2020s. What type of vision does he have for us, man? A lot of albums coming out this year though. And early too. I was thinking like we were going to have to wait for a lot of like really good albums in 2020. And they're like, you know, here we are, uh, March and we've got albums coming out already. Um, if it would have came out in February, that would have been cool too. But I think I can wait on the Jadakiss one. Uh, for you guys that don't know who Jadakiss is or you haven't heard his music, man, uh, he's amazing. He came from uh, the group called The Locks uh, way back in the yep. uh, like late 90s. And then uh, kind of they did their whole group thing and then they kind of went all their separate ways and they all had their own albums and um, they're kick ass. And uh, I would love to see them all together again. Uh, but the only two that really did good as far as like, you know, still being relevant and making music and shit was Jada and uh, Styles P. Didn't really see Styles too much P, from, yep. uh, from Looch, though. Haven't really seen too much from him. But I mean, every once in a while, you'll see him. He'll pop up somewhere. So that's cool. But yeah, man, a little throwback there, too. But here, I told you we talk about trolls uh, every show. And uh, here's one. Here's one of the ones. So 50 Cent Trolls Oprah now. Uh, because she fell on stage now a lot of people you know are on the hey it's just a joke side and then a lot of people are like wait she might have got hurt um where do you kind of lie within that you know spectrum of people i mean i don't know i think that once you hit a certain level you have a responsibility as someone that's in the limelight. You're a role model. You have to try to act a little better. At least I would think I would if I was in the spotlight. Yes, I know you can't watch every single thing you say and do, but for the most part, be respectful with your peers, especially someone that has the ability to help you in your career. 
here. I mean, Oprah's a big force of power that creates a lot of revenue. Why are you going to hate on her just to get a joke or laugh out of it? You know, keep that to yourself between your boys. You don't put that out on blast for the world to see. But 50 Cent is somebody a little different. He, you know, he tends to stick his foot in his mouth on a regular basis, which they give my uh, little warning to my audience. I may stick my foot in my mouth on occasion. I may be misinterpreted on the things I'm trying to say, not trying to come off, you know, negatively or in a bad light or, but, you know, I will guarantee you say something at some point in time to offend somebody out there. That's just the way it is. <laughs> but I'm not going to cry over it, lose sleep. I just, and me, to the best of my ability, I try to not offend people but I will sometimes, and you know what? Fuck it. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but man. Sometimes you've got to be 50, real. 50 cent, you know what I'm saying? 50 Cent, I'm sure he he's comfortable. He don't care. He'll say fuck it and fuck So, yeah. whatever. Go more power to you, 50. You know, some people you can be like that. But, but I think that's his whole you, thing. I don't like, understand he, why he's he, got to hate. Yeah, but he fucks with everybody, though. I think, like, that's his whole stick, you know? He's like, this is just who I am. You know what I'm saying? I've, I got my, you know, my show production shit. I'm doing movies. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know, I could probably put out some music if I really wanted to. Um, he's got a lot of shit going on. You know, he's got a lot of revenue streams, which is what I keep trying to tell the independent guys. It's like, look, man, hell, if you got a job, work that. If you got the ability to do shows and get paid, do that. If you can work part time somewhere, shit, do that, too. The more money that you're making, the more you can try and put away to put towards your career so that eventually um, you don't have to, uh, you know, work the nine to five. You could just do what you love for the rest of your life. And here it is right here. 50, man. Uh, as much as he's being a troll on the, you know, on the Internet, um, you know, he's living the life, man. Technically, he's his own boss. And I think that that's what a lot of people, you know, don't understand. It's like if you want to make it, you yourself have to be able to be you know, halfway decent in business in some shape or form. You know what I mean? Like figure that shit out, you know, manage your money, figure out how to make more, uh, get multiple revenue streams that are going to create, even if it's a little bit per month, will automatically get you over that edge next time. Maybe when you really need it. And, um, I should have probably had this next story, um, like way farther back in our conversation, but fuck it. I'm going to bring it up again. Check it out. Coronavirus. Well, it's affecting Corona beer. People say allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, it, allegedly it it's affecting the beer that, yeah, uh, they, they, that they're not selling as much as they expected because of the fact that it's called the Corona virus. Well, I mean, I wonder if Heineken sales are up. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like every other, uh, you know, beer that you didn't really drink before. You're like, fuck, I'm going to have to drink that now because this other shit might have the virus in it. Blah, blah, blah. And that's crazy because um, this is a like, you know, they do distributing here in the north, you know, here, here in North America. So I don't see how that particular beer would have went all the way to China first, been contaminated, then repackaged and sent all the way back here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's a pretty big conspiracy. And I doubt that uh, the company itself would even take it to that, you know, level or whatever. It would never be something like that. They would ensure that what they do have is safe and that there shouldn't be any issues. But I mean, like anything, um, because it's such a widespread thing, uh, anything associated with it, people are going to automatically, you know, 
be like, fuck that. Uh, I'm not going to do it, you know? And that could ruin a company. Think about it, man. You know? Not Corona. They will continue to live on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, because, um, I mean, I'm not getting paid for this, but Corona beers are pretty decent. I like one with a I mean, with once a lime, you put you know? a little lime in there, yeah. There, yeah. there's no other beer like it. Yeah. I mean, Heineken is my favorite, but number two will be that Corona with a lime. And I like that, um, what's that, um, other one? I like Presidente. Oh, yeah. Dos Equis. Yeah, man. I like, like the darker beers. Yeah, those are definitely good. Um, I like to try all that shit. And that, uh, oh, and I like the lighter uh, one. I, uh, I like that Corona or that Stella. Oh, and uh, and Shock Top. That's the other one I like too. I'm not a fan of Shock Top, but yeah, that's just fire. I mean, uh, shout outs to Shock Top. I think that's the team. Yeah, man. Uh, a bunch of free advertising there for them. I'm not getting paid for any of this, you guys. We're just talking about our opinions on something we like. Don't freak out. It's okay. Um, so those are just some of the things we deal with. You know what I mean? Like. Um, how, how something in another continent is affecting us in that way. It's got to be pretty bad. And people don't realize that. Like, we're listening to this shit, and we got to do something with ourselves to make it happen. But if you're going to keep bullshitting, right, not listen, and at least try and figure out how you can try and protect yourself as best you can. I mean, hell, I got kids. I got to stay alive for them, you know. Hey, what the fuck? You know, I'm sure you well, do too. That's a topic that I had, you know, at least wanted to touch on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And feel responsible as uh, somebody that's has a public voice to somebody that's being listened to internationally to speak to my people around the world and say, Hey, it's our responsibility to, you know, change, to improve our planet for our future generations and do the best we can to clean up our house, uh, not our house, literally, but I mean, our, our earth, our, our world and, and treat her better. Mother nature is changing because of our, the, the way we've treated her. No, so a hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. Feeling the bro. effects, and it's only going to get worse if we don't do something about it. Man, it's messed up. It's almost like uh, we're the virus on uh, the earth. Yes, exactly. You know, it's like uh, we're using her resources so we could live, and uh, you know, it's starting to hurt her a little bit. Mother Earth. She's probably hoping we get wiped out. <laughs> right? She's like, all right, virus. Maybe that'll get them. Uh, I don't know, man. We're pretty resilient. Uh, humans are. Uh, pretty crazy we keep trying to come up with ways like to make it in this world i know right we're like the uh we're the we're, you, we're the we're the we're the human version be the last uh who do you think would be the last uh country to survive uh, oh man honestly who, who who do you think has the best health care who has the best like surgeons uh those kind of things i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm gonna say europe man i think europe might make it a little longer than we would just because man a lot I'm of their technologies. Hold on the Puerto Ricans. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Puerto Ricans are resilient. They're tough. Oh my God, bro. Them. Hell yeah. Look at uh, them now going through all these earthquakes nonstop down there for months. Yeah, bro. Get still hit by all the, all the hurricanes and shit and they're like, fuck it, we're still alive, motherfucker. And they're making it, man. Yeah, hurricanes, earthquakes, uh, tornado, you don't, nothing's fuck gonna stop everything. the Puerto Rican. They're like, fuck big it. Up, big ups to my Boricua was in the house yeah yeah shout out to the Borigos. also shout out to uh my cousin jose i know you're listening bro sorry it took me a minute to uh get that shout out for you but i wanted to say it at the right time so we we're talking about family and friends and all kinds of shit shout out to you man shout out to his uh girl as well crap i forgot her name i feel terrible that's recorded so if you ever want to like quote me later sorry sorry i'm so sorry uh 
it's all right. We're on the spot. You know, it happens. You know what I'm saying? I was like, fuck, I got to do this. Vaccines. And, uh, that's, I mean, later after the show, I'll be like, damn, that's the word I was looking for. Vaccines. Vaccines. <laughs> that's the word. Let's get them in, man. Let's get all the right words in when we can. Um, all right. So talking about all these different things and how they're affecting the world, um, to me, I think it's creating, again, uh, the sense of urgency that a, a lot of people should really start to think or keep an eye on man i don't know about you guys but i really 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 just i'm like okay this has freaked me out enough i'm ready to you know kind of try and relax and chill and you know make it in this world so i gotta go to work on monday i gotta take care of my kid i gotta take care of myself my girl all these different things and what it really makes me do is just you know try and appreciate them while you have them here man you know because they're not gonna be here forever but make sure you reach out you say what's up Tell them you love them, and uh, yeah, you know, for sure. make family the thing that comes first before all this other crazy shit that's happening in the world. That way, we can come out the other side with a smile at least. All right, that's so. what's important. That's what's important. Don't hold, don't leave. You know, postpone those plans for tomorrow, next week. Those things that you wanted to do done. It's going to be a year, two, three, five, and you didn't. You still haven't done what you said you were going. Get out there and enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. It's all about that quality time. You know, the house, it, it was always going to need to be, be, be done. Make a little time for the family. It's all about that. Hell yeah, man. Hell you yeah. will be happy with yourself in making that decision, or you will regret not making that decision later on because tomorrow's not promised. I uh, see a lot of death lately tomorrow as a matter of fact i gotta go to a funeral and um my friend he just lost his grandfather he's got a funeral on thursday uh i got got another on his deathbed they're gonna pull the plug any minute wow so prayers to all those people and their families and then in this difficult time how they've been affected you know there's loss everywhere and publicly Loss that has affected people, you know, when a celebrity dies, it affects people in the mass, you know, lots around the world. And that touched a lot of people's hearts, hit close to home, and made the people realize tomorrow's not a promise. Stop with all that bitterness. Let that shit go. Forgiveness is not just about that person, it's about you and releasing that bitterness. Oh, yeah. So let it go. It's oh, really yeah. not that serious. There it is. Wise you words. Think about it. Wise words today, man. All right, so let's keep it going. I've got uh, something really cool, and it's because I fucking love this show. Uh, but listen to this. The RZA inviting some of the Wu brothers uh, to work on the second season of the Wu-Tang uh, Hulu series. Now, um, it's uh, Wu-Tang, right. an American I saga. I haven't seen the first one. Did you? Bro, um, hell yeah. Uh, I, I, I like a while back. I got that whole like bundle thing with the Hulu and uh, ESPN and um, <clears throat> and the Disney Plus all in one, and it's like super fucking cheap. But you had to bundle them all, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it!" Boom. So I went and I had the bundle, and um, I was mostly mostly just using like Hulu for just watching like old old movies and shit. And then all of a sudden this shit comes out and i was like what wu-tang an american saga what the fuck what is this and uh yeah man right after the first episode i I want to try bro 
honestly, after the first like show, the just 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 watch the pilot, and you're you're hooked right there. I was like, what the fuck? This shit is so good. And um, yeah, I'm I don't know, man. Sure I'm gonna check it out. I can't wait, bro. I mean, I can't wait. They they uh, seem like they're gonna do the second season now. Uh, once they get that going, man. Oh, bro, it's gonna be the most amazing thing ever. Just because, uh seeing the whole story the continuation of what was going on with them man i mean that's what that's what's driving me bro you know what i'm saying that's what i really want to see i want to see the fucking i want to see what the fuck happened i saw um i know uh, it's not exactly hip-hop related but it's black related black history month sub to all my african americans all my africans (laughs) uh anyway um on netflix i saw something they call it's called they gotta have us and it's uh nice a show on, you know, entertainment actors and the movie business and how difficult it's been over the years for African Americans or even you know just uh, black people around the world and, and in Europe as well trying yeah. to get roles because it's it's, it's difficult you know comedians all, all this is, it's been difficult it's been a challenge all through the years so now it's been getting better and. You should gotta check that show out. It's pretty good. I, I, I think it's only, yeah, it's only three episodes right now, but it talks about the importance of uh, Black Panther when it came out. And I knew it was big. I, it, it was huge, but I didn't realize uh, why it was so huge until I'm seeing the show and understand. You know, it's big yeah. that to have that audience and that uh, net, um, you know, that uh, studio backing them, Marvel and having basically the whole black cast yeah man i mean uh it's it's amazing bro i just i love a lot of the shows that are coming out regardless of uh skin tone here um i think it's just amazing that they're they're doing well like that we're getting a variety of like actual movies man and not the same shit every time you know what i mean oh yeah definitely a variety and showing the scope of talent that's out there and and, and it's the sky's the limit. And this, this is a start. I mean, we, we're doing big things, and it's just only going to get better from here on out. I love it. I remember back in the day when you say it was a black film, you would think it's hood. You know, it's we had uh, Boys in the Hood. We had Menace of Society. We had Poetic Justice. We had movies. I love all those movies, but, you know, it was like geared to that, that audience, and it had to be just street and, and it doesn't. It, they have a, a range of um, talent. It doesn't have to be just hood and ghetto and all that. It could be Englishmen. It could be war. It could be anything. Just exactly like the American uh, white men and women actresses in in all their movies and all. It basically. If you're a, the a majority of black people in the film, it's considered a black film. It doesn't matter even what they are doing it's just because it's a bunch of black people in it it's considered a black film so it's not, it doesn't need to be like that it's just a film it just happens to be heavy black cast but you know things are changing and now with uh this brand new studio in atlanta um they're doing big things over there i would definitely love to go over there and get on with them and uh tyler perry and shout outs to tyler perry and his studio you know give me a job bro <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah let me, let me know if you need 
the Latino male. Yeah, man. Um, shout out, shout out I'm to right. uh, Tyler Perry, man. H- hook my boy Yoani up. That would be amazing. All right, cool. So let's get into this. Check it out. Um, for all the people that always hated on saying, hey, man, I don't think the streaming thing is going to work. Well, um, the RIAA, uh, which is the Recording Industry uh, it's American Association or something like that. Association of America. Wait, 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 wait. The Recording yeah, Industry Association of America. Okay, okay, okay. I remember. Cool. So um, apparently they say that 80%. Sales are up. Yeah, bro. 80% of the revenue came from just streaming. Now, I don't know about you, but yeah, I think I it's due to all these these like, streaming app. Do you? Um, I mean, I've got the Spotify and only because um, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast and I fucking okay. love that shit because it's fucking hilarious. So um, that's yeah, the only place you, I can get it. So I like have that. to like I mean, have it for that. It's hilarious. But why do you like it? I like it because they're they're super real and they touch on a lot of the, the cool industry shit that they're like close to. And then they get to talk to the people about it as well. So it's not just them, you know, uh, uh, you know, doing like what every other show does. They actually know the people. There's actually um, a real thing because they're all friends. They're actually friends. These are people that, you know, have hung out since forever. You know, they've, all, they've known each other a long time and they decide to get together and then do the show, you know, and. It's I'll, the chemistry they have. Yeah, the chemistry they have. And I'm then, not digging his show. I don't know. I, I like it, man. I, I I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, and sometimes definitely like uh, the other one. Oh, the Nord. Uh, uh, yeah, Drink Champs. Drink Champs. Yeah, I definitely yeah. love that show. Oh hell yeah! Um, the other yeah. one, uh, Breakfast, the Breakfast uh, Club. Uh, nah, nah. I'm not a big fan of that one. I uh, I just I, don't I mean, like. I mean, it's a morning show on a radio station, too, so it's a little bit different. They don't really, you know, like they're kind of limited on what they could talk about, you know, although they still, you know, try and make it as entertaining as possible. I'm sure they have been and they've been on the air this long. I mean, I don't know. I just like if I had a pick or whatever, I don't think it would be something I'd want. The host is an important factor in the show. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. If you can't connect or like the host, then it ties into not liking the show and Joe Ah. Budden. He's opinionated. He has his own view on things. And <laughs> he doesn't seem like the kind of nice guy that you want to hang out with. I don't know that. You know, I, and 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 you know what's funny? It's like you he's, view you view it like that, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I I fucking think he's cool. Like I would hang out with him, bro. I'd love to do the show and talk some shit and be able. I to mean, I would give hang my out opinions with him and talk some shit. And and on a on a rap level, he's a talented dude, and mm. and I still jam to his shit. But as a host on the show. I'm not really feeling it. And uh, what's his name um, on the Breakfast Club? I can't think of his name right now. He's an asshole. He always has something negative to say. But if I have to say something real, yeah, you know, he at least says what's on his mind. He's not scared hey. to say what's on his mind. But it's, it's, I mean, I think that um, that both points make a shit ton of sense. You know what I mean? It's it's um, what is your like, what do you like? What is your take on, on hip hop? Where do you stand? What are the views that you have? Do they match with the, uh, host themselves? Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be like, man, is this guy like worth listening to? Do, do I understand some of the points he's making? And that's why I love the fact that we have both of us on here. Cause I get to hear both sides. You know, you don't just hear like the one view and, yeah. and it's always going to be like that. Cause it's never it's like nice that. It's nice to have yeah, a yeah. different perspective. Exactly. Exactly. And the world is like that. The world has multiple perspectives. So 
what I like, Yanni may not like, and that's cool. But we we both understand why we do and don't like things. And I think that's why I bring up this whole streaming thing is that like, you know, I have the app because I like specific things that I do want to listen to and I have to go that route. Is the streaming music side of it um, a part of what makes it amazing? Yeah, because they literally changed how people listen to music now. It's basically exactly. like terrestrial radio is um, like, you know, uh, a, a really far second. And it's, it's, you know, it's losing the traction that it used to have. There's not as many big stations as there used to be. I remember, uh, and hell, in Tampa alone, we used to have like seven stations. Now we're down to about like four decent ones, right? That actually play, you know, Definitely something. Definitely every year that passes, things change. Change is going to happen. It's irrelevant. I mean, it's, it's regard. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say? It's going to happen no matter what. So we got to get with the times and the change. And streaming is just a new way to listen to music. Yeah, I'm more old school. I like to buy my music on iTunes. Oh yeah, and have have my music to listen to at any time. I want to listen to my playlist. I mean, yes, they they create playlists on these uh, streaming apps, but they pump these commercials in I, I don't i hate commercials i want to have the power to not listen to shit that i don't want to listen to you know i don't want people to have control on what i'm listening to and they'll throw in some jams in there that you may not weren't even expecting and you like them so that's a plus but yeah discoverability is always good man yeah i don't care about the commercials so yeah. i don't have any streaming apps that i listen to yeah no i mean the like what you were touching on before, the discoverability is what I was saying. I think that that is an algorithm that they try and come up with to get people to listen to a good mix of music. I mean, obviously, um, I mean, like if I wouldn't have been, let's say on like SoundCloud one day and then it just started playing music and started playing music and I found a bunch of artists that I liked and ended up finding out that, um, you know, they've got albums that I can listen to now that they've put out all this kind of shit. And I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. And then I find guys that are like kind of out there, but I didn't know they existed because, you know, if I wouldn't have been streaming this shit. So it has its really good parts. And I think that's the part that I'm trying to really focus on because before you had to work way harder to make money off of your music. I mean, honestly, uh, back in the 90s, you had to have a street team. These are actual people, individuals that you were paying to be out in the street putting out flowers, handing out your music, doing all the stuff that cost a crap ton more money than I think a lot of the things that in it, like indie guys do now. You know what I'm saying? Right now, you can pretty much host your music on a crap ton of places right now. You can pretty much put your music on all these platforms for free. They don't charge you for it. Uh, they do have those premium tiers, but it just provides you with you know whatever it is that makes sense for you. But if that's what you want and you feel that that's a thing, that's where this... billion comes from, I believe, you know, these are all the revenues that they've gone. So it, it, you know, it jumped. That's the future. They're streaming the video. They're streaming the music. You got to get with the times back in the day. I knew it started with Napster and the music industry has got to scramble to find out what we're going to do. We keep losing money, you know? So this this was their answer. We're going to stream the music. So it's good that the money's up for them, you know, the greedy bastards, but um, we keep keep the music coming. Um, as consumers, we're trying to find new ways to share music, and they find new ways to charge us for it. But um, I, 
like that change happens and we find new ways of enjoying the things we enjoy. I, I love music and I do enjoy uh, seeing other music that was not aware of come up and then I get to enjoy that because not everything is played on the radio, you know, because that's controlled as well. No, for sure. Uh, I believe pretty much everything I've got on my phone that I really listen to, that I really love, that I've, I've created like actual hit list. You know what I'm saying? Like of, of just the best tracks that I that I love, that I wanted, that I purchased. Um, and I'm not going to hear any of this on the radio. Like none of this shit. And it's 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 kind of so sad. I'll, I'll put you on the spot. Then. What is it that you've um, purchased recently that you are like really digging? Oh man, if if I have to bring, all right, I got a few tracks actually. If we're gonna talk about that today, that's that's fucking amazing. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, the first track I bought uh, recently was "Free" uh, by this dude named Black, and he spells it with a six. And um, it's like new, way new school R and B, and I fucking love it because it's like a take on almost like hip hopish kind of sounding beats, but like still R and B, and he like rap rhyme. He like rhymes, rap sings. I don't know how to explain it, but it's so good. And he's got crap ton of melody. I mean, just everything that he does is. I mean, it's it's a it's a beautiful track. And if you listen to what he's saying, it's powerful shit. And um, that's gonna be one of my picks this week. I've got uh, a, a couple more I want to talk about. Uh, the other one is uh, by the group called Griselda. G-R-I-S-E-L-D-A and it's called Dr. Birds. This fucking track knocks, bro. It reminds me of like a like one of the um like Wu Tang uh songs from like way back in the day. It was super simple. Just had like some drums and a couple other little layering, and that's it, man. And it's fucking crazy. And the, these guys go fucking ham on this track. And Griselda's a uh I, I wanna say the next super group. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and, and I, I I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to what else they bring out. Here's a little. Here's a quick little little listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't play too much, but I wanted to kind of drop like that, that little that little quickie okay, for you I guys. Like that. It already started out nice. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, you'll get a bunch of dope shit like that. And then my last pick this week. Um, is by a local uh, group and they are called Suicide Squad and it's S K W A A D and the name of the track is called Blue Magic and let me tell you man for being from Tampa these dudes are fucking hard as shit and I love it and it's local and I want to support local so whenever I get a chance I try and find some uh, acts here locally that do have their music on iTunes that I can buy and I went ahead and purchased that track. Plus, one of the dudes on there, I actually personally know the guy, uh, Davini. Um, he's an amazing artist, man. Like, you would never think, you know, by looking at the guy, like, what, you know, like, kind of anything. Like, you would never think. But you put that boy in the booth, and he is insane good. Matter of fact, here, here I'm going to play a little bit of this one. Let's, uh, let's put this on here. All right, here we go. Listen, listen. Here we go. Oh yeah, there you go. 
That shit right yeah, there. Yeah, real soon is. we're gonna have some uh, different artists for y'all to listen to, some unsigned independent artists, and uh, have them on the show and interview them, change it up. Yeah, man. So uh, that those are my picks for the this week. Some dope music. Um, hoping you guys uh, are digging that shit. Go check it out. Go support your artists, man. That's how they make it in this world. Uh, stream it if you want to, but you know, buy it every once in a while, man. It's really cool to have your own collection. I love that shit. Um, all right, now uh, last thing I want to get into today. Check this out. Who remembers Public Enemy? Raise your hands. Come on, everybody. Who remembers? Yeah, that's I right. That's right. Okay. To tell you hand. the truth, I wasn't huge on, uh, I mean, Public Enemy, but um, I definitely, they were, made a huge impact in the hip hop world. And who doesn't know, the, who doesn't remember this character, Flavor Flav? I mean, he was such uh Bro, probably one of, the, one of the best hype character. guys to ever do it. One of the best. Literally so one I of the best Chuck hype guys ever do it. He's not too happy with uh, Flavor Flav and and telling them you got a year to straighten up. I mean, or you're going to be kicked out of the group. Yeah. Um, Crazy, that's right? That's what I read. New stuff, and maybe um, Flavor Flav is not ready to do that. But I don't know. You know, when people get old, they change, and they have different views, and people split up and grow distant. And But it sucks because he should revisit that and go back to – what he did back in the day and come out with something else that for the fans get a little money in his pocket, but I guess maybe he doesn't need it. I don't know his reasoning behind it, but Chuck D he's always been a serious super, I mean, super serious dude and, um, into the politics, politics. I wasn't as much listening to it, but it definitely sounded powerful. It was a movement. Well, just think about it like this. You're in this like super group from, you know, the mid eighties, right? Uh, you are very powerful cause it's about, you know, a lot of conscious shit that they would talk about, uh, kind of bringing a lot of the political things to the, you know, to the eye of a hip hop, uh, you know, fan. And basically he was just like, you know, using the name and the logo of the band, uh, you know, without explicit consent, we'll say. You know what I'm saying? Basically, you know, it's it all belongs to Chuck D to begin with, right? The logo, a lot of the music that he wrote, a lot of the lines that Flavor Flav ever said. Um, basically everything. You know what I'm saying? And he just wants, you know, Flavor to be like, yo, man, I mean, this, this is my shit. I know that you, you know, you're a part of this, but you need to like, you know, relax, man. Chill out. Do this right. You know, do the right thing. And I think that that's where the issue lies. It's like, um, you know, you let the the star or the fact that you're famous, you know, take over your best judgment. I think that's the best way to put that. And I think that well, he got on the reality shows and he came became his own, had his own fame and stuff. Yeah, but you got to yeah. go back to your roots, and that was the hip hop and why people love you. So, if I was to say, you know, talk to him, I would tell him go go back, revisit some of that those old. Uh, videos, some old music, and get back in that mind frame because your old fans want some of that old real shit, not this play shit. Not nah, I don't really. I'm not feeling some of this new stuff. Yeah, uh, but across my way, that was I would say, okay, 
I'm digging that. Uh, I can understand that, but most of it really is just been flooding the airwaves and every damn station I changed to, they got this crap on and I'm like, damn, I got to put on a CD. Yes. I still have some CDs. <laughs> Hey, man. Uh, CDs are fucking so awesome. I, so if you got a CD player and that's just still rocking, bro, take care this of one it. Here I had uh, listened to, what is it? Um, the Baby. Baby on Baby. Uh, let me see. You heard that one? Um, the Babysitter. Damn, you got me. The Babysitter. Listen. Listen. Ah. You heard that one? Man, not yet, but that's cool. What, no. So, oh, uh, I like the way it sounds. Hell yeah. His delivery. So that, that's a new guy. Uh, and what's his really, name? What's really his name he said? Listen, his name is the uh, Baby. It's called Dub Babysitter. Baby. Oh, oh, that's, awesome. oh, that's that new dude out of uh, the Carolinas, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm with you. I was like, I was trying to figure out what name you were saying. I was like, oh, it's the Baby. Got it. Yes, yes. I've heard of him. I've not heard his music yet. Um, I don't know. I think it's because it's uh, that That's mumble mouth rap right shit now, that I don't man. like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really uh, messing with a whole lot of this new stuff, but I'm some of it I'll give it a chance. I like this Post Malone. I know it's a lot of singing and stuff, but uh, he's got a lot of good hits. Oh, no, this Post Malone, yeah. He's not too bad, man. I uh, I kind of dig some of his stuff. It's uh, it's it's interesting because like, you look at him and you would never guess it's this dude singing. But he's uh yeah this this ugly looking white dude <laughs> with tattoos all over his face and <laughs> I mean his uh, grill and hair yeah, and you would never guess right you would never but, guess it was him but you know he he is he sounds he's got a good sound no I definitely it's, does it's definitely man. commercial hell yeah I like it my hell wife yeah. likes it kids like it everybody likes Post Malone making it doing his thing damn check that out all right you guys well there's the endorsement uh, Post I hope you like it man. We appreciate you for all your music. Uh, come on the show. That's what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So what else you got? Anything else? Man, that's going to that's gonna wrap it up for us this week. All right, everybody. Uh, you know where to check us out on Twitter at Core Culture P-O-D. That's pod for podcast. You can check me out at The Real Noslin. And then, of course, go over to uh, Zero Seat Media at... Uh, Instagram and then of course Cold Culture Pod POD at uh, Facebook as well. And Yoani, where can they find you, bro? They can find me on Instagram or Facebook under Rodriguez Photo and Art. And I want to thank y'all for listening. I really, we really do want to hear from y'all. Your opinions, tell us where we can improve, and just connect. We love that you took the time. So thank you for another listen. Come back again, a couple weeks. We'll have some more shit for you. Hell yeah. All right, you guys. Well, that's it. We'll catch you for the next one. Peace.